Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Justin McAwee. Because I was on campus and I had to appear like I was one of the cool kids, I would put the Star Wars book inside one of my textbooks so it looked like I was just studying for class. <laughs> All right, look, there's only one return, okay? And it ain't of the king, it's of the Jedi. Vincent Francis Jake was the fourth. I'm a glorified fact checker. Last I checked, the most runs in a game wins. Actually, I am a fact checker. And Greg Probst. If you look at most Bond fans movie rankings, they have Casino Royale and Majesties in their top two. For me, these actually rank in the bottom part of my list. I mean, I love them, but they don't compare to Diamond Club Forever. No, stop getting Bond wrong! Alrighty, hello everybody, uh, welcome back, this is Baseball and Whatever, episode 74, holy cow, uh, we are super excited, we are joined by the one, the only from the Dingers Cubs podcast, Jake Banowski, Jake, how are you doing, man? I'm doing well, boys, thanks for thanks for having me, I'm glad we could finally yeah. uh, get it figured out, we were right. talking in, in, in pre that uh, it was like, we started messaging on Twitter, like probably, I mean, obviously we've been uh, yeah, connected on Twitter for, yeah. for yeah. a while, um, but I, you guys reached out in like July or like maybe June and I was like, oh yeah, we'll make it happen in July. And then time just flew by and yeah. finally, finally yes. here. So I'm happy to be here guys. No, thank you. Yeah. You know, I feel like summer vacation goes so quick and then, yeah. uh, you know, I'm, I'm still living that life, uh, for 
don't know how long since kindergarten now that I'm since I'm teaching still. But uh, you're doing we, it right, man. I, I'm so as of right now, we'll see how much longer I can hold on for. But uh, yeah, so I'm here. Vinny's here. Jake's here. Uh, a couple things. We're going to talk about the Cubs. Uh, we'll, we'll discuss Ian Happ got a Golden Glove nomination, which it is well documented. Right, Vinny? I've been a Ian Happ fan since day one. Day one. Yes. Since never wavered one, at all. Never wavered at all. Not really. Uh, but I am I am on board the, the Ian Happ bandwagon. Now we can talk about a variety of things. Some stuff maybe with some signings potentially down the road in the offseason. Free agency, hot stove talk coming up. Uh, we might dive a little bit into the Bears predictions for Bears Patriots. I know, Jake, we were discussing that you and I, I watched the Bears game, and I, I I don't know what my problem is. I find joy in when things go wrong, and they, they blow it, and they screw up. Like It makes me so happy is the, really the wrong word to use, but I get a kick there, out of it. It's, it's, I'm there's awful... a word for that, Justin. What's it's that? called schadenfreude. <laughs> Sarah, fair, fair enough. So, yeah, so we'll, we'll, maybe we'll dive into... Uh, I did see that Bill Belichick gave like a 10 minute press conference talking about how the bears were like the next best thing since the 85 bears. So I don't know what he was smoking prior to his press conference, but, uh, holy cow. Uh, and then, uh, in speaking with Jake for our, whatever topic this week, we are going to rank our top five minor league baseball logos or independent league. You know, it could kind of open up to a variety of things. I know the, uh, Carolina disco turkeys are like our best buds on Twitter. They, they will talk to anybody and everybody. Yeah, so they're, great. they're yep. awesome. So, uh, well, I don't know. We'll do a variety of things. I know I was doing mine today during my lunch break. Um, and it made me think back to like fall ball because at least in my little league, fall ball was all the minor league teams. We didn't use the pro teams unless it was the regular season, so to speak. So it really took me back to, uh, looking at some of those old, old caps and logos and stuff like that. So, uh, before we get into that, if this is your first time though, thank you for joining us. We were baseball and whatever. First half is primarily Chicago sports. Second half is the whatever topic, pop culture, any of that good stuff. You can find us on Twitter at baseball and what Vinny is rocking that Twitter handle. We are almost at 900 followers now. Way to go, Vinny. Um, you can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash baseball and whatever, or Twitch. If you're a Twitch streamer, twitch.tv slash baseball and whatever. And you can email the show at baseball and whatever at gmail.com. And last but not least, we have the text and voicemail line one nine one three eight oh eight three two seven eight. That number again is one nine one three eight oh eight fart. And I will admit, so we had, so, uh, next week we will have our Jason Kendall interview go live. We had him on again and I was reading the, the voicemail line and I'm not going to lie. I did not do the whole fart thing. Cause I'm like, I can't have this conversation with a professional baseball no. player. I'm like, we're going to, we're going to try and keep it classy. Uh, before he sorry, stops Jake. answering. Yeah. Sorry, Jake. We, we lowered the bar hey, a little I'm, bit. I'm here for it. No, I'm, I, Hey, I'm no, I'm no, listen, I wasn't better than Yadier Molina. Okay. I like it's. <laughs> I, and I gotta say too, I like if for for people listening, if you haven't listened to the first Jason Kendall interview, go back and listen to it. That was so fun. Well, thank you. Like you guys, you guys hit so many great topics and just a lot of great talking points. And it was very interesting to hear his opinions on you know analytics, talking to him about video games, like being in a video game. Like yeah. I was, that was kind of interesting. Where he was kind of like, yeah, I didn't really like know anything about it. It's like, dude, what? Like I feel like people nowadays, like, <laughs> yeah. like kids in the in the show nowadays, got to be stoked about it but oh yeah that was a great interview and i'm excited to hear uh hear round two with you guys well well thank you very much we appreciate it yeah we talked thank a little you. bit about the 98 home run chase what it was like with mcguire and sosa and steroids he got a little bit into steroids and his kind of thoughts on mm -hmm. that which was really interesting uh mm -hmm. we did a little bit of a discussion on um he talked about going overseas to play in japan for kind of like a summer or a fall tour Vinny, is that what you would kind of describe yeah. it as kind of like an mlb fall tour and he had a pretty good sammy sosa story which was very interesting um 
We talked a little bit about Aaron Judge. What else? I know I'm missing stuff here. His manager, maybe managerial roles down the road. So yep. uh, we are going to try and beat John Heyman and Jeff Passan and stuff. If anything ever gets announced, he already told us he will text us and let us know if something's coming down the pipe. Uh, the, the fact that I was texting with him yesterday still, like, as a baseball player, as a kid, like, I was telling Vinny, like, it's it's really weird to be like, oh, yeah, that guy I watched on TV that was an all-star that was, like, a Cubs killer in terms of contact and batting average. Like, oh, yeah, he, he's texting me saying, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to you later tonight. I'm like, what what is, like, what is how did going you, How on? did you guys get in touch with him to be, like, I think you went over it, but I can't it remember. Is, it is the strangest thing. Um, Over the summer, over my summer vacation, I was at home with my daughter. She wasn't feeling good. And I was watching, for a while, I got into a really deep dive of, going on YouTube and watching like classic uh, Cubs games and classic Bulls games from the 90s because it just made me like warm and fuzzy inside, I guess. So I was watching one. It was like 97 against the Pirates. And I just tweeted like, oh, man, you know, Jason Kendall and, uh, you know, Sammy and like Kevin Ory and, and like Jeff Facero, like all these guys that I remember growing up watching. And he liked our tweet. And so he must have searched for himself. I don't know. And then, like, from there, I just messaged him. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just shot in the dark. I'm like, we're three brother-in-laws. I don't know if you're even going to read this. We'd love to have you on. And he messaged me back. He's like, I don't do this kind of stuff. But since it's kind of cool, you're all family members. Yeah, I'll come on. And then, like, since then, like, he periodically will text me once in a while. We sent him a shirt, which he wore last night during the show. And he's like, you know, for any of you fans out there, you guys got to get one of these shirts. Comfiest shirt I own. I'm like, Jason, you are awesome, man. Thank you so much. so tight. Yeah, it was so cool. So. Uh, stay tuned for that, but this is going to be an awesome episode, especially if you like baseball and baseball logos. I'm really excited. The graphic design thing is, I feel like I don't have anything to do with graphic design besides making our little Canva thumbnails. So I'm very curious to get Jake's graphic design background and kind of get his thoughts on logos. Before we do that, though, it is episode 74. We talked about this earlier. I have no freaking clue who's a 74 for any of the Chicago teams. Uh, Vinny, Come I know, on. is not dig surprised. Deep. Dig deep, Justin. M- the- I can't even think of like a Blackhawk that wore 74. And those are the only numbers I know by heart. So um, what, what do you got for us, Vinny? Oh, you don't have. Okay. Most of these <laughs> are very recent for but, 74. But, but for, I'm uh, sure for, they're like oh, relief pitchers that pitched like 10 innings. Okay. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, we can start with the White Sox because both of you should probably be, be, be able to guess this one. I'm not a White oh. Sox fan. Wait. Is, oh. Is Eloy. It, is it, Eloy, right? Oh, is it Eloy? Yes, Eloy. This is the only one in White Sox history to wear 74. Wow. Um, Okay. So we'll start there. That was was the easy one. Um, (laughs) Oh, gee, thanks. The Cubs have had four or three 74 uh, players to wear 74. Two wore just last season, and then one was the season before. Do you guys have any names? I I already cheated. I already cheated, so... (laughs) I have no idea. I only looked up the Cubs. I only looked up the Cubs because I was curious. That, that's fine. I was, that's fine. I was surprised to see. So, okay. I, so, I Listen, I follow the Cubs extremely closely. I don't know who Kevin Castro is. Yeah. Uh, that, it, it, it's it's Kervin Castro. It's a, There's an oh, R Kervin. in there. Yeah, me. so that, that makes it even double disrespectful. more Kervin. mysterious. Darwin yes. Castro's like long lost brother. I don't know. I don't know who. Should I, be. Yeah. Stepbrother. Step maybe. Um, Kervin Castro, Jared Young, and Trevor McGill. Trevor, Trevor McGill, McGill I remember. Yes. Yeah. Reliever, yeah. I think, right? Yeah, they were high on McGill. They thought that the pitch lab would uh would unlock something and not with the Cubs and doesn't look like they unlocked anything with the twins either, which is where he is now. Yeah. 
Oof. All right. What else you got, Vinny? All right. Moving on to the Blackhawks. Justin, there was one person that has worn that number, 2020 to 2022. Uh, can you give me a position? Oh. I'm, I know that. I'm, I'm, I'm asking you to do defense? overtime work. Yeah, def- defender oh, shoots um, left. Canadian. Uh, uh, oh, that narrows it down. Thank you, Vinny. Can, a Canadian <laughs> the, on a hockey half team? The players on the team. Say it ain't so. <laughs> uh, oh, God. I feel like it's... Uh, okay. Initials I, are NB. Does that help? Uh, no. I. They're no. so bad. Nicholas Boudin. Boudin. Yes. Boudin. Nicholas Boudin. Yes. I think he's back with Rockford this year. I don't think he made the team. Which I don't know what that says about him because they are god awful. Holy cow, they're bad. But thank Not you for, for bringing that up. I appreciate that. Vinny. You're welcome. Okay, no no bulls, no bulls till seventy seven. Okay. All right, onto the Bears where there's a plethora of players. Um, nobody probably any any darn good, um, <laughs> except maybe maybe one guy on the eighty five team. Um, okay, so Jermaine Effetti. He wore that. Yes. Oh, I remember, I remember Fetty, him. Yeah. yeah. Nobody liked him in Chicago, really, though. No, he wasn't good. Jermon <laughs> um, uh, Bushrod, you guys remember yes. him? Came yes. over from the Bushrod, Saints. Yeah. This is the equivalent of saying, like, there's Canadians in, in hockey, though, like players that aren't very good that play for the Bears. You know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a lot. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Jonathan Bullard, you guys remember him? The name yeah. sounds familiar. Yeah, I remember um, Bullard. Chris okay. Williams, that was... That was a big one there. Yes, I High do remember pick. him. Line guy couldn't play. Couldn't play. Um, not surprising. Uh, no. Ruben Brown. No, that one I don't know. Two thousand four to two thousand seven offensive lineman. That would have been the the Super Guard. Bowl year. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. You don't remember him. Surprising, no. Justin. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, before, I could tell you all about like the '90s guys from Madden, like '98, though, if you want. That's why I remember Bullard because I think he was. What what year did Bullard play for the Bears? Uh, 2016. Yeah, I was big into Madden then, and I I I made a dynasty with the Bears. So nice. Yeah, nice. <laughs> so we have one Hall of Fame player for the Bears. Uh, okay. played in 19. Let's see here, 1983 to 1990. It is Jimbo Covert. Oh yeah, he just got type. inducted. What two years ago? Like, about I think a year so. and a half ago, something like that. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Other than that, uh. A lot of guys uh, in the 70s and 60s, I don't know. Um, Wayne Mass, Bob Asher, Jeremy, Jerry Myers. I almost said Jeremy Myers. Jerry Myers. Uh, yeah, not not a lot there. Bob, oh, I'm going to, I don't even want to. You know what? It's probably not even worth worrying about, Vinny, so I wouldn't worry about it. it well, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's a one-time NFL. Yeah, I'm not even going to worry about it. Don't worry. <laughs> His My people are going to call us. Yeah, your dad's right? going to be the one that tells us where he's. You're wrong about that. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that that's about it for the the Bears. So Jimbo Covert's uh, the, the big one there. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, I think that does it. We do have a couple. Uh, we well, we do have some updates on YouTube and comments. Uh, we are up to 135 subscribers on YouTube, uh, and we do have a comment from your dad. He texted into the text line. Vinny, would you like to read your dad's comments? Sure. Um, pretzel Vince. Oops, close enough. Uh, <laughs> wrong button. Um, pretzel Vince writes in and says, okay, watching the Yankee Guardian games, the rocking baby crap has me pulling for the Astros. Go Astros. Um, I don't, I don't, 
I, I yeah, I, I can't get behind the Astros at all. Still, I can't. I, I tried can't to really watch like a little bit of the game tonight, and I was just like, I could not care less about either of these teams. Yeah, I, Jake, I, I'm glad you said that because that's how I. Yeah, feel. the the only one that's worth anything is Rizzo, but I mean it. At this point, he signed with them in the off season, so he. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, even Rizzo kind of feels like like part of the empire. He's kind of tainted. He? Yeah. yeah, he's kind of tainted yeah. a little bit now. I, I don't yeah. like it. Yeah, um, I, I'll be honest. I tried to watch some of that first game, and I was like, no, I I can't do this. Now the Padres in Philly series, I love yes. you know the Padres yes. from afar, so I will gladly watch that series. Um, but yeah, that I I feel like even if the Phillies win that series, I'm not I can't pull for the Yankees, and I sure as hell can't pull for the Astros, at least not yet. I, I like Dusty I Baker, one, but yeah, yeah, I like I like Dusty, and I I like Verlander. Mm-hmm. I like Justin Verlander. So like, yeah. if he if he goes out if he goes out this season, because people were talking like I was like I, I keep I listen to a lot of fantasy baseball podcasts and mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that people are talking about is like, well, what's the Astro the Astros you know, the Astros rotation is so stacked. Like they've got so many guys and they always mention Verlander. I'm like, wait a minute. Verlander is a free agent at yeah. the end of this season. Like, yeah. and they're podcast after podcast is counting him in the Astros rotation next year. And it's like, no, I mean, maybe he signed with the Astros. Like he, he seemed to find the fountain of youth with them. It would make sense yeah. that if he wants to keep mm-hmm. playing and if he likes it there and the team's competitive, like go ahead. Um, as if I'm like the, the agent. Go ahead, Justin. Sign, sign again with the Astros. Yeah. It's been great for us. <laughs> you, um, you need another like I don't know luxury yachts. Feel free, you know sign yeah. another deal with them. Come yep. on. Yeah, and your wife doesn't make any money, no, so it's, no. uh, yeah, not, she's not making <laughs> millions. Um, yeah, so I, I I I would like to see you know see for Verlander. Verlander is probably going to win AL Cy. I mean, yeah. I know Vinny. Are, are you the are you the resident Sox fan? That's I mean, I know great. you got all the Cubs stuff. That, okay. So yeah. I, I like, I know Cease has an argument for AL Cy, uh, McClanahan too, but uh, mm-hmm. dude, my cat's trying to climb up my, literally climb up my lap right <laughs> all now. All good. All good. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I like, that's like, that's the one guy that I can root for, I think on the Astros. That makes sense. And I mean, I just keep thinking too, like what could have been had the Cubs, you know, yes. brought him in and, and yep. but I mean, I, I feel like I've, I, I, it's well documented. I was, especially last year. So like down in the dumps with them, but I've, I feel like I've kind of moved on. Same thing with Rizzo. Like I was reading, well, we can get into this in a second with the Cubs, but like, yeah, I was reading an article where like, it's now's the time we need to bring back Rizzo. I'm like, no, I've made peace. Like we're good. Like he's, yeah. he's a Yankee now. I don't really want him back now. His back is probably like hanging by a thread. I don't know, but, um, yeah, I feel like that clean break. It's like it's like the ex girlfriend that you haven't seen in years. It's like don't 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 bring her back around. Like we're good. We, we can move on now. So yeah, yeah. Um, before we get to the baseball talk, we have our hot take segment. Great. Or Vinny, do you have any hot takes for this week? Nothing bothering I don't. you? No. no, not. I've been I've been pretty low keyed this week. No. Uh, yep. Nothing's bothering me. I don't know, Jake. You got any hot takes? Anything that's bothering you? I couldn't care less about the Jose Abreu stuff. Yeah, no. Like, have I, you seen that all over Twitter? Oh, like, it's like the one Cubs rumor that's that's broken out, and it's like I don't. Can we we can swear? Right? Yes, you can say whatever. Yeah. I don't like. give a shit. I don't <laughs> care. Like, yes, he's a good baseball player. Like, I understand the arguments yeah. and stuff, but like, I don't understand why people like freak the fuck out about like, yeah. oh my god, yeah. Jose Abreu. Like, yeah. who cares, man? Like, it's 
that's not the piece that's going to put us over no. the top. Like, no, if, if we make the signings and then add him, it's a great complimentary signing. It's nailed like, it. Yep. Us to freak out over him is so dumb to me. I don't. Yeah. I, Vinny, I don't know if you've listened to the score uh, while you're at work at all lately, but like driving in, listening to sports radio out here, like there were so many angry Cubs fans calling him being like, like they didn't get it. Like that's going to be our big signing. You know, what are they thinking? And it's like, just take a deep right? breath. No, that's not the big signing because if it is, we, we We're are in trouble. Yeah. If, if that's, if that's where they spend all their money. Um, but yeah, so, all right, well, let's. You know what? Let's uh, let me get our ad read done here, and then we can dive into the baseball talk. So we'd like to thank our partner with us on the podcast, In the Clutch, for joining up here with us. Uh, in the Clutch is an awesome sports apparel company known for their licensed MLB, Negro League, and MLS apparel, along with great shirts to rep your favorite retro hockey, baseball, foot te- football teams. Better yet, if you head to InTheClutch.com right now at checkout, use promo code Baseball and What, all one word, you will get ten percent off your order. Once again, InTheClutch.com, pick out a shirt and it. Check out use promo code baseball and what to get ten percent off your order. Thanks again to the folks over at In the Clutch. All right, Vinny, hit the baseball music. Let's go. Baseball. Welcome back to Major League Baseball. Sort of. Taking a look at Chicago's two favorite teams and other happenings around the MLB. All right, I'll be honest, Vinny, I don't know where you stand. I don't even think we need to talk White Sox because nothing has really happened. There's still there's the interviewing of managers. Uh, yeah. Madden has kind of said he has no interest if he can't call all the shots, which I hate to tell him in today's league, I don't think that's going to happen. So, uh, Greg, if you're listening from afar, uh, we apologize. We are going to just skip right over the White Sox. We're going to push them that's to the fine. side, which, you know what, I'll be honest, Greg probably would agree with us to do that. Because yes, he Greg, would. Greg he is in a dark Sox. place with the White Sox right now. All right, so let's get to the Cubs. Uh, obviously, first of all, if you're not listening to Jake's podcast, the Dingers Cubs podcast, I highly recommend it. Awesome podcast. It seems like you guys are always having such a good time on there. Uh, way more knowledgeable about baseball than I would imagine either Vinny or I are. Uh, oh, yeah. so, so if you want like good, educated baseball talk, check these guys out. Uh, Jake is now going to slum it with us uh, well, where we talk Cubs baseball here. But I, I guess, first of all, um, Jake, thoughts on Ian Happ finally getting some uh, you know, not- notoriety for his Golden Glove nomination. What did you think about that today? Well, it shows how little that I've been paying attention because I didn't know about it until you said it in, <laughs> in the pre-show. Um, I Look, I, I think like I, I dug into the metrics um, – our, our last show or two shows ago, um, half half was great and mm-hmm. very well. Very, I wouldn't say great, very good, very good, and a huge, huge improvement over his previous um, uh, seasons in the outfield, uh, especially his center field performance. And it shows the, the work that he put in in the off season. And I, I'm really happy he got the nod. I, I know I'm sure we'll talk about the shortstop snub, but uh, mm-hmm. so we'll, I'll save that. But um, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think it just shows the fact that he's a finalist, whether or not he wins, it just like shows like the Cubs have a really tough decision ahead of them mm-hmm. with what to do with the and happen. I'm excited to hear your guys' thoughts on that. But I don't, yeah, what, what did you guys think? I mean, I thought it was very well deserved. I want to say I heard today that he had eight, um, assists from the outfield. I want to say is what the numbers said. If that sounds about right, so like that that sounds incredible. Like for me and Vinny and I have gone back on and, and discussed this a lot. But I still remember, God, how many years ago was it that he was sent back to AAA for part of the season? Was that like three or four years ago at this point? 
I, it's, it's something it's like, like that, yeah. Okay, 18. I I still remember, and, and this is burned into my brain, I remember I had to go to set up, I was doing something with my 403B, which is like the teacher 401K, and I was driving through Joliet down here, you know, on the uh, west of Chicago, going to like the accountant financial people and they were breaking the story that ian happ had been sent down and about how he was very angry about this and i just remember sitting in my car being like what a prima donna i can't believe this guy he he hasn't arrived yet you know i'm sorry but yes you do need to go back down you have things you need to work on and then like you flip the script to like last season and especially this season like it's awesome to see like he's put it together like he is a bona fide awesome left fielder and I was so happy, and if you would have told me I would be saying this a couple of years ago, I was so happy when they didn't trade him because it gave me this like glimmer of hope that maybe, just maybe, they're going to re-sign him. And I know they, this, there was a leak this week that said, oh, they're beginning contract talks with Nico and possibly Ian. And I'm like, okay, good, because if if I, I know there's some Cubs, fan, some Cubs fans that are like, oh, we need to go get Aaron Judge. And I'm like, no, like I'll take Ian Happ. Like, I think he fits. He's a leader now. Give me Ian Happ. Uh, Vinny, I'm curious, where, where do you stand on this? Like, I mean, obviously, I think he, he deserves the gold glove recommend, or recommendation or, or um, you know, the top finalist position for sure. Yeah, I, I think you guys both said, made some great points. I think it shows that he's put in the work and it's paid off. Yeah. Um, you know, being sent down and everything, he's come a long way from that. Um, just, you know, a, the bat's been a lot better since he first came up. Um, and I, I think they should hold on to him. I don't think it's going to – I don't know what his projected market value is going to be, but I have a feeling he's going to want – he he's a – what, he's a union rep for him right now. So I think he's yes. – I feel like he's going to test the market. Um, I don't know if they're going to be able to get an extension done. Maybe they do. I hope they do. I think he'd be a great piece uh, in that outfield. Then you have your corners right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. The, all they need is their center fielder, and that's what Brendan Davis's and Pete Crow Armstrong's spot in the future. <laughs> um, I, then, then their outfield set. Then you know, focus on the infield, which they should be getting a lot of pieces this off season. Um, so everything's starting to come together. You kind of start seeing the vision of it. But I think they need to lock Ian Hap, uh, lock him up. You know, he's a great leader on the team. He's a great player. Um, yeah. And I just think he's – I think he can get better. I, I mean, I think there's still room for improvement there. I'm not saying that he's bad or anything, but, you know, there's stuff he can still improve on. And it seems like from the last year to this year he's improved on it. So, yeah, I, I hope they keep him around for a long time. Yeah, I, I think you nailed it. I, I hope – I you know, I don't know what he would look for in terms of term and dollar amount, but I'm hoping – like you said, that locks up your corner your corner outfielders for like what maybe three or four seasons then, and that would be awesome, especially as they are on that upward trajectory again that we're all hoping for. So, um, Jake, you did bring up the the snub it's shortstop. Uh, no, Nico Horner as a potential Gold Glove finalist. Um, Jake, let's start with you. How were you were you surprised? Were you were you kind of looking forward to that? What was your take on that? Yeah, I was shocked. I mean, I, like I was, I was thoroughly shocked. I mean, I'm I'm looking at the league leaders right now, and this is just National League. Mm-hmm. Or no, this is this is the entire league. So, outs above average. I think that's right. Let's take a look at this really quick. I mean, if we're looking at outs above average, Nico is third behind mm-hmm. um, Dansby and Lindor. And I don't think it was Lindor that it was Dansby got the nod. Yep. And then like Hassan Jen. Yeah, and Miguel Rojas. Rojas. Yep. Okay. 
Yeah, so Rojas is seventh in outs in outs above average, and Ha Sung Kim, who is a solid, like those guys are great defenders. Yeah. Um, Ha Sung Kim was uh sixth. So like I, I think the one thing that I have heard, um, and I don't really know how to like look into these metrics, but the one critique that I've heard people talk about is that they think that that Nico is benefiting from from good positioning pre-pitch. Okay. So like maybe his 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 UZR his ultimate zone rating isn't as high because he's he's positioned well before the ball is even pitched. So he doesn't have to range as far. Sure. Though we have seen him make a lot of great diving sliding plays, right? So yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I it's tough because like we we're biased. Like you look at the numbers and he's up there. He's top three. And mm-hmm. he wasn't top three in finalists. And it also bo- bothered me. Like, I'm pretty sure Nico's also a Rawlings guy. Yeah. Right? I, like, I think you're hey, right. Rawlings, like, you know, show your guys some love. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think the, the one thing that Cubs fans need to keep in mind, though, is he's been this good and, like, got a snub. But, like, he is, if and when, hopefully when, we sign one of the big shortstops. You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Nico is going to be a perennial gold glove finalist at second base. Period. Oh, without a doubt. Like, yeah. He is going to be the dude and probably a silver slugger finalist mm-hmm. second base every season too. Yeah. So look, all I have to say about Nico is like, he proved his point. Like he can be an everyday major league shortstop and, and hit too. So like defensive, mm-hmm. like the arm was not a problem. The the play was not a problem mm-hmm. defensively. So mm-hmm. it just sucks. He didn't get that recognition because it, he he proved so many people wrong and um honestly myself included a little bit like i didn't think that he couldn't do it i just like needed him to pr- prove it and yeah. he yeah yeah oh yep. in in spades too like okay well well i'm glad you brought that up about moving him to second so like i know obviously with the off season coming up you know whether it's you know bogarts or swansby or trey turner or uh correa you know if they get one of these big name shortstops you move nico to second uh poor nicky bats nicky two strikes uh i you know it, it's a shame because i feel like when he came back from that injury like he looked really good and i was really excited because yeah holy cow the first part you know when he started and he was still kind of injured then he came you know he got injured and all that but uh, I, I kind of feel bad, like, if that kind of shorts him a little bit and he's, you know, relegated to utility. But I feel like you can't pass up this opportunity. And Nico clearly is the better middle infielder, whether you have him at short or second. But, like, yeah. w- in terms of offseason, what would you like to see them do with the shortstop position? You know, uh, first base obviously could be wisdom. Third base could be wisdom. Do you do you go outside of that? What would you, big picture, what would you like to see them do this offseason? I'm going to say something that I think is unpopular amongst Cubs fans, but I want to prioritize Carlos Correa. Um, 
the dude's a stud. I mean, like, he's 28 years old, I think. Like, I think he's going to be 28 next season. Um, Trey Turner is turning 30, mm-hmm. I believe, next season. Um, so, like, you take a look at the age difference there. And if you get the younger guy, you have him – you have him – you have him theoretically in his peak for a longer period of time to hopefully coincide with a competitive window. Right. Um, he also hits the ball harder. Um, he's not as he's not Trey Turner fast, but I don't think he's a detriment on the bases. Um, that's I'm, I, I don't know that I don't have anything to back that up, but I don't think he is. Um, he's, he's a smart baseball player, right? So yes. Is he kind of a prima donna? Yeah. But at the same time, like, in some ways, not as much as a villain, like Javi kind of was too, right? Like Javi mm-hmm. was it, all about the showmanship and stuff, yeah. but Javi did do it right. Like he he didn't take himself too seriously. And it feels like maybe Correa does take himself a little, a little too bit, seriously. Yeah. I Like he, I think he is, it, I won't consider it a loss if, if we don't sign him, but like he's my first choice. Turner's a very close second. I, I love Trey Turner. He's like electric to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, like, honestly, I don't really, I don't really care for Bogarts. No, he's, he's definitely of, bringing up the rear for me too. Yeah. I like look at the numbers and they, they all look good, but I just like feel like it's a bubble way in a burst. Like, I just feel like there's something there that I haven't like poked into all of the underlying numbers, but I feel like there's something there that just is like, I have like a, like instinctual feelings about players and I just like, I just don't, there's something about Bogart said that I'm not sold. What do you, well, what do you guys, what do you guys want to see? I was just going to say, Oh, you know, I'd like to see Swanson just cause he's so young. And I just looked up his age. He's 28 already. So I don't, I don't know where. Like, I also think that Swanson, like I, yeah. like he last season, he was good. This season he was really good, but before it, like, and it again, like that's like time. it yeah. did take him a long time. Mm-hmm. But then we're also coming off a conversation about Ian Happ, who it took him a long that's time true. to put together yeah. too. That's and true. Swanson is is playing Gold Glove caliber defense apparently yeah. <laughs> at shortstop, yeah. and is even like a peg offensively higher than than Happ. So yeah. I don't know, man. I, like what it comes down to is like I want to caution Cubs fans and say like I don't think that Jed has done anything to for us to not trust him yet. Yeah. Yep. Do you guys agree? Like, I don't, there, I, I don't, I haven't seen a move where I've been like, no, that was a loss. Like, I, yeah, everything yep. is still pending. Like, all the big moves are kind of still pending in my eyes. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Vinny. What about what do you think about that? Is there anything in particular for for what Jed's been doing? What Jed's been doing, and if if there's a certain like short out of those shortstops, who would you also like to see between those? As yeah, well? um, I guess uh, I'll, I'll start with the shortstops. Um, to get back to your point about Carlos Correa, he's sprint speed per baseball savant is at forty five. He's like dead middle, so it's either way. Yeah, he's I guess a little bit below average. You know, fifties average, so um, not not great, but whatever. Not, yeah, not um, awful, but yeah. Correa is my number one, um, just because he doesn't have the qualifying offer attached to him. You know, right. Trey Turner is going to have that attached to him, so you have that. Unless they get, we know how much they value uh, draft picks within the organization. So if he's got that there, and Wilson stays with the Cubs, I don't think they're going to pursue anybody with a qualifying offer. So it's, I think it's probably what Correa bust because I think the other three will probably have a qualifying offer. I know Turner will, and I think. 
uh, Dansby Swanson and uh, Bogarts will both have a qualifying offer, if I'm not mistaken. So I like Carlos Correa. I know he's got that, you know, that villain persona to him, but I know I was listening to the score and they were interviewing uh, a beat writer for the Twins and he goes, you know, Carlos Correa gets a bad rap, but he's like an honest guy amongst the, like, the press. So the press love him. He just kind of has that bad vibe and it's kind of like reminds me of like Joakim Noah. Like sure. a guy. Other teams hate other. I know I, I you know living in Wisconsin, Bucks fans hated Joakim Noah, but I loved the guy. I, and I yeah. and you know what? When he was with Florida, I hated him when he was on Florida. And then you know it's like who is this like goofball out yeah. there? But then when he was with the Bulls, I absolutely loved. Him. He was one of my favorite yeah. players. So I feel like he's kind of like that. Obviously, he's probably not nearly as fun loving as Joakim <laughs> Noah is, because um, he doesn't put off that personality at all. But I think he's uh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> exactly, Jake. Um, but you know, I think I think if he's on your team, I think you like him. Um, you know, and like you said, he's a stud. The guy's a, a World Series winner. Um, so I don't think they can can go wrong with any of the four that they pick. Um, but yeah, Correa is my number one with Trey Turner uh, being number two. I was really impressed in. You'll have to forgive me. My mind is, is mushy at this point. I can't remember if it was on FS1 or ESPN or TBS or T- whatever channel. Uh, yeah, I know series. what you're about to say. Uh, his They had him on as like an analyst in, holy cow, is he yeah. very well-read and very articulate. When he was breaking down like, you know, old school mentality, you'd get your batting average and your RBIs, and that's all anybody cared about. And then him going through and explaining some of these you know, the analytical stats with, you know, WRC plus in, in, you know, you know, all these things. I'm like, wow. Like that gave me a complete new appreciation for him. It almost reminded me of how much I don't like A-Rod. And then when A-Rod did analytical work during like the Cubs World Series, I was like, wow, this guy isn't that bad. And then he went back to being A-Rod and I've, yeah. I've written him off again. But um, <laughs> be like, like, yeah, like that really like, wow. Like I was really impressed. And I mean, I'm a nobody, but I'm like, you know what? All right. Yeah, I could totally get on board with him coming shoring up shortstop even though it doesn't need being doesn't need to be shored up but the lineup itself will get shored up then yes. so we'll see what happens the only other the only other big cubs thing i had is there is now some talk that uh kodak senga if i'm saying his name right i hope i am uh kodai 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 thank you oh you know what my autocorrect changed it to kodai you, yeah i was gonna say that's yeah. not spelled right <laughs> nothing nothing but the best here on baseball or whatever right um yes i believe it is kodai now that you mention it uh there's some links there. Like, I can't imagine a rotation if you bring him over. You know, you have hopefully Kyle Hendricks returning to form or close to form. Justin Steele, Keegan Thompson. I know there's, like, this push to put him back in the bullpen and be a long guy. But, man, I love seeing him in the starting rotation. Like, it – and then and then Marcus Stroman. Like, that, like, all of a sudden you have, like, a super sound starting rotation in addition to these, these bats that are being very consistent. Like – I don't know, like in terms of pitching, is there anything else you guys, either one of you guys would look for, or are you, would you be content with someone coming overseas? I mean, what, what do you guys think about that? Let's go. Yeah. I, yeah. I think so. I was talking to, to Mitch, uh, one of my co-hosts on the mm-hmm. dingers pod earlier. Um, and he was doing a video. I don't know if he's posted it yet, but he was breaking down Sanga and, um, the thing that I like, I don't think we can expect him to be an ace like right when he comes over. Sure. So that's, that's the important thing. And like Stroman is a, is a, is a good two. Yeah. Um, 
we don't we're still left without an ace and yeah, like i don't true. think we can expect like you can't expect like wasneski to take an ace leap next year i don't Not think enough. it's impossible i think it's yeah. impossible but i think i think the odds are very slim sure um so like i keep kind of going back and forth on rodan um mm-hmm. i have no idea like he's 30 i and he has an injury history yeah. I have no idea. Like, if we could get him on a four-year deal, sign me up. But I sure. don't like. He's gonna. It's prop. Someone's probably gonna pony up a six-year deal, and depending on what the AAV is there, like, I don't, I don't know. But that's the thing is, like, if we get Senga, I'm very happy, sure. very happy. Yeah, like, sure. the, the guy's numbers in the last two seasons have been phenomenal. How they translate to the to the show is yet to be seen. Obviously, sure. we can only speculate, but I would guess that he ends up being somewhere at, like in a two three range. Yeah. Um, so, like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I know I get what you're saying about Thompson. Like, I love Thompson's bulldog mentality, but like the ideal setup would be have a rotation that's strong enough that mm-hmm. he can start the season that's in the bullpen. A, that is a good that point. Weapon. That is a yep. very good point. Yeah, it's. Yeah, that, I mean, that, like, you, I think you nailed it. You still need that ace. Rodon is, like, the sexy name that's out there. I don't know what else you could do. I don't know if they try and, like... If you trade for Bieber, yeah, like, yeah, I know that that's been talked you know? about. And, like, that's yeah. the other thing, too. So, like, we talked about we talked about um, extending Hap. Mm-hmm. And I think the way a Hap extension happens is if we trade for Bieber and the deal doesn't include Hap. Which for the Guardians, it wouldn't make sense for them in their competitive cycle to trade for half. Yeah. So we yeah. would trade the you know one or two outfield prospects, um, which then would you know relinquish some of that depth, which is okay because we have it. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then you extend half mm-hmm. because you don't have someone waiting in the wings, and you yeah. hopefully one of the guys you know that you traded was hopefully a corner outfielder. So there's a lot of moving parts. But I think if you can get all of that to work, it makes total sense for the Cubs. The big thing is going to be like, okay, yeah, but like what if Kevin Alcantara, you know, becomes a complete stud or Canario is a complete stud? And those are probably like I would see them trading one or both of those guys for Bieber, not PCA or or Davis. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I, I, I mean, the, the one saving grace is like the, the fact that we're having this conversation of you just named four guys that, you know, two of them, which could be moved where like in, in not to downplay Theo's regime because he did bring a World Series, so to speak. But like once all those main guys got called up, that was it. Like there wasn't yeah. really a whole lot. So like as much crap as I used to give Jed Hoyer, like I kind of see the gears turning and going back to your earlier point about like, you know, not wanting to kind of um call out any of his deals yet because there's still works in progress and like yeah. even like seeing you Darvish pitching this off se- or this this postseason has been really hard and I still think like pure salary dump for that one but yeah. but like the way that they have kind of changed their trajectory on the fly because like last year we it was well documented I was pissed on this podcast about having to go through another rebuild and like no we, not our, you Justin no no never 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 um and now the Hawks are in a rebuild, which is a whole other thing. But anyway, um, like having to go through that all over again, but like with some really fine tuning and, and reloading and, and things like that, like within one season, I am shocked, genuinely was shocked by the end of the season. Like, wow, they actually look like they could they could make some noise next season. Now, 
are we talking like NLCS? I don't know, probably not. But if they get a wild card and they get into the the divisional series, like I would be highly impressed, like yeah. for for it to turn around that quickly. So, props. To I think that's Moyer, what we should be expecting, you know? though. Like yeah. Justin, you should expect yeah. like with with the wild card series the way that it Especially is. Especially now, like, yeah, yeah, like. I think impressed, but also like have that expectation. And I think that Jed has an expectation. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that he knows like that. That's like, I think that that's what they're shooting for this off season. I, hope. I mean, I, I got that, uh, that, that, um, that vibe from his presser. At yeah. The year the end. Week, yeah. Like he, he was talking about how much he missed being in October and ha- having October baseball to worry about. So, I mean, right then and there, like they're, they're going to be, they have to do something this off season to you know get an ace somewhere whether it's through trade i mean heck why don't why don't they just go for otani and they get themselves a good they get <laughs> them, themselves an impact problems, back yeah. yep two 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 pieces right there you that lefty um, bat so exactly um but yeah it uh, yeah i i i think that the i think that's reasonable expectations is the wild card but you know what justin i'll probably pick them to win the division again yeah maybe year. don't do that again Vinny. that i'm still mm. i don't know though but like i mean look at like look that's i point. The, the brewers fell off like mm-hmm. they fell so flat yeah the cardinals are losing the heart and soul like whether or not we want to admit they're losing the heart and soul of their team in yep. in yadi Pujols mm-hmm. is gone, and he came on really strong. Yes, in he did. He season. carried them for a little while. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And who knows what what Wainwright's going to do? And I'm not like, I like I don't know what their starting rotation is going to look like next year. Yeah. I, like, yes, they have Goldie and Arenado locked down at the corners, but aside from that, like I, the division is wide open, man. Yeah. Like, That's true. And Jed's got to got to smell blood in the water, right? Like it's it's. Depending on the moves that are made this offseason, I don't think it would be wild to pick the Cubs as a division fit. Because, like, I don't know what the records were, but, like, what was their record compared to the Brewers and the Cardinals in the second half? Oh, yeah. I want to say the Cubs were 38. They were 30, 30, 39, 39 31. Yeah, the second half, yeah. So I'd be curious to see what the other two teams' records were, too. Because, obviously, I mean, the Cubs looked – there There was, what, how many times was it at least once or twice where they got flexed to, like, primetime and, like – I did not see that coming, you know yeah. what I mean? Because they were like yep. a popular team again. So, yeah, that that's actually a really good point. All right, well, Vinny, I won't make fun of you if you pick them for the division next season. <laughs> there we season. go. We'll, we'll see what they do this offseason. We still need I want to say yeah. I want to say one thing and I like cause I know we, we want to get to Bears stuff too, but like I've I've been like kind of slowly I just want everybody to look out for Cody Bellinger this offseason. Mhm. Oh, yeah. I think he's going to get non-tendered and if not, he's going to be a really cheap trade. And he fills center field defensively. He's got one year left in, in arbitration. He fills center field defensively, still plays a very good center field. He's a left-handed, theoretically power bat, mm-hmm. and he yeah. can play first base. So it's like he fills potentially three holes for the Cubs. Yep. He's only 27 years old. He's a rookie of the year and MVP winner. Like that's I, I i'll be honest that did not even cross my mind until you just said it but that does make a lot of sense it makes yeah. but the thing is like it's going to be an under the radar thing if like and that's kind of the reason why i don't i don't know if he's going to be like he's a he's a non-tender candidate he's been really bad yeah like, he's, he's been really bad he uh but, yeah. his, his slash line this year was 210 265 389 19 homers and 68 rbis 150 k's and 504 at bat Wait, so 19 homers 19 homers still without yeah. have i think that might have led the white Sox. it would have yeah yeah Sox. i heard today that the, the the team leader was 17 
Oh, oh gosh, that's terrible. <laughs> oh man, that I feel like that's setting baseball back to like what the 1940s, 1950s. Yeah. You know? oh, man. oh man, yeah. He Bellinger this year, uh, 83 WRC plus, so 17 percent below league average. So okay. not good, but again, defensively still really good, and like you know that he's got it. He's in got him. the talent. Yeah. It's like if he's shown once that he could do it, like any player, I feel like if they've shown once that they can do it, like they can achieve at least like 75% of that level again. Oh, for sure. And yeah. And I, I would love to see, but again, I think if he's non-tendered, it's going to be like a lot of teams are going to want to scoop him up. Um, Mm -hmm. And if he's not like, maybe there is like a weirdly competitive trade market to, you know, to, to buy low on him. So I I do think though, like Bleacher Nation kind of pointed it out in an article earlier this week or last week. Um, So I really want to keep an eye on, on how that I would change the scenery, bring him, bring him to Wrigley. Good vibes. Everybody, you know, yeah. I'd love to see what happens there. Uh, Well, Trace Thompson replaced him in the NLCS or it was not an LCS or the DS. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. series but yeah he got replaced during the 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 playoffs so yeah i definitely think non-tender probably might be the option yeah I mean, hey, because he's owed a lot you know, he, and they're and they're and they're probably i think he's like he could be owed like 15 plus million in arbitration and oh, the wow. dodgers probably want to dump that because yep, i don't yeah. know what their what their luxury tax situation is but that's like if, if people are like why would they non-tender this guy if he's got because he's owed a lot of money and the cubs yeah. can pay that money yeah yep I, I think you nailed it. Uh, before we before we get to the Bears talk, uh, real quick, just update. Top of the ninth right now. Astros are up three to two against the Yankees with two outs. Uh, so we'll see there if they end up going up two games to O. Uh, we got the Phillies and Padres tomorrow. That series is split. Um, before we do, like I said, before we go on to the football talk, is there a team or a series you guys are hoping for? Uh, or a series they're hoping that you don't see. Uh, I know we talked about, I think in the pre-show, a little bit about the the AL series. I I sound awful saying this, but like I could not care less because those are two teams. I just, I don't have it in me. Like, I can't find a rooting interest. Yes, Rizzo's on the team, but like we, t- we discussed earlier, like I feel like he's kind of got like the Evil Empire vibe going already. Uh, I don't know, and... The Astros, you know, Dusty, I still appreciate from his Cub days and just his the, the legacy he's had in the league. But, you know, Bregman and and um, Altuve. Oh, don't get me started on Altuve. So, like, yes, Justin <laughs> Verlander is pretty cool. I, I still dig him. But, like, it's really hard. The NL Series is definitely the one I've been following more. But in terms of final World Series, uh, Jake, we can start with you. What would you like to see or is there a certain team you have a rooting interest in so far? I'd be happy with either National League team. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like guys on, on both sides. Yeah. Um, I love Bryce Harper, man. I love Bryce Harper. He's so fun to watch. And then, obviously, he's not the only guy. on. I won't go everybody on the Phillies that I like. But, like, <laughs> um, and then the Padres, like, obviously, we've got Darvish. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got Juan Soto, man. Yeah. Like, yep. I and like how crazy that if that the Padres have made it this far without Fernando Tatis, like yep. so. It's well, like, I feel like he's as good as gone now, right? Like in terms of like when he does come back, do they like ah oh, we don't need you and they try and ship? He's him out? not. He's not. I don't think so because of the contract, but okay. like yeah. it's a huge contract. But yeah. I think that he's he is not going to be the face of the franchise the way not that anymore. he was. No, he's no. going to have to really work to regain that. So 
I would, I, I'd be happy with either of those teams, honestly. And then the lesser of two evils on the AL side for me is, is the Astros. I just okay. like, I, the Yankees are the Lakers are the Patriots. Yeah. So I just like, I don't, I, I don't Can't care. do it. No, no. Yep. No, I, I feel like you can find and pick and choose. And I, I think you nailed it. The NL teams, I'd like to see the Padres just because they've never won the World Series as far as I'm or have, I think that's correct. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, I know they've they've come closer. They've made it a couple times. But um, and I loved Tony Gwynn as a kid was one of my favorite players. Um, yeah, I mean, on the on the Philly side, I wouldn't mind the Phillies either. I, you know, I still like Carl Schwarber. I know he kind of stirred up a hornet's nest. Was it this week or last week on Twitter? Somebody reported that. He's like, oh, these, you know, these Phillies games, I've never been a part of an environment like this. It's like, oh, you know, how quickly we forget young Kyle. Like, I, I don't know, man. You know, I, <laughs> I think know. he said somebody pointed out that I think he said division series. OK, that makes sense. Then, and so it's like have, they're like, yeah. OK, so it's kind of like a little, you know, we're particulars, parsing the terms. Yeah. 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 yeah, I don't know. And I still even though he's a Philly, like he's somebody I still follow from afar where I can't say the same for Rizzo, really. And. Bryant was hurt for so long and Javi I don't know what was going on with Javi this season um, Ooh, brutal there's yeah. there's still that gif of is it sister Jean from Loyola <laughs> going up yes. the first pitch and he's striking him out. I, I watched that yeah. way too many times just over and over and over again uh Vinny what about you is there a certain series or team you're hoping for not the Yankees, not not necessarily because it's the evil umpire. I don't want to ever have to hear or see a tweet from Roger Maris Jr. ever again. <laughs> I just saw him tweet out something about how the, the Yankees have the AL uh, home run record holder and the NL home run record holder because they have Stanton on their team, and I just – yeah, I just I I uh, blood started boiling. Uh, I you know probably almost had a stroke there. Um, I'm sure no, he's the, a very the, nice man, but God, read the room, dude. Go away. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh and so God. the the Astros, I guess if if I have to pick one, um, plus they have the Cubs' uh, legendary catcher Martin Melonado on the That's team. True. Um, That's so, true. So you know they got him and Dusty. Uh, so and then with the NL, kind of like you guys said, either one. The Padres probably just because I like one. Juan Soto yeah. more. Um, if it, you know, if I had to pick one player out of you know both those teams that I like the most, it'd probably be Juan Soto. So I have to lean towards the Padres. Plus, it would also be really funny that Josh Hader uh, makes it to the World Series after being after traded being by the, the Brewers, Brewers yeah. and the Brewers didn't win the division. Um, so there's there's some comedy in that that I can give some people at work some shit about. So. All right. Well, let's close the book on the baseball talk. We'll talk very abbreviated football, and then we have our whatever segment to get to. So, Vinny, let's move on to the football talk. Manures of the Midway. <laughs> where the guys talk the pile of horse crap that is the Chicago Bears. I mean, when you consider the other choices, manure is actually pretty refreshing. <laughs> you know, I have to say, Vinny, when we made that for last year, uh, and clearly they were very bad last year. And then this offseason, I was like, you know, are we going to have to change the intro for this segment because they might be good? They have saved us like 35 minutes of changing the intro because they yes. are still god-awful. The the one thing I want to say before we you know do like our little Patriots-Bears prediction is, do you guys think like, I feel like the media to a certain extent, and maybe the fan base, I don't know. The, the fan base is so goofy. I still don't understand the Bears fan base and I'm a part of it. But like, I feel like the media is starting to turn on 
Bears management and front office a little bit because it is so evident. Like, I don't know how you grade Justin Fields this season because he literally has nothing. And and I know going in, we we kind of assumed that. But, like, they're going to get him killed. Like, he, he is – I feel so bad for the guy. And then you see the gifts of him on the sideline, and it's like – I wouldn't want to be there either. Like you, you, you are in like a horrible situation. So I don't know, Vinny, we can start with you predictions. What you think about the, the previous, the bears in commanders game, which was a complete shit show uh, for a variety of reasons. Um, But yeah, where do you want to take it, Vinny? I guess I'll start with your, your, I guess perceived uh, media. Yeah. I don't think the media is like the Bears management from day one. They definitely haven't liked uh, Matt Eberflus from day one. Um, I know that he's been kind of the butt of jokes uh, with the principal. principal. Yes, Yes, Justin, you were also, you know, he was the butt of your jokes as well. You you aren't a big fan of the hits principal. No, Um, acronym stuff is so stupid. You know, and I know I I get that, but it it works for football players. It Um, does. It does. um, But, you know. I don't know what they're doing with the line. If Lucas Patrick can snap the ball, he needs to be playing center. Um, I've seen enough of Sam Mustafer. I think everybody except Olin Krutz has seen enough <laughs> of Sam Mustafer. I'm waiting for Olin Krutz to come running down here and shove me in a yeah, closet. Yeah, you better be careful. Like he's that. gonna he's gonna punch you like he did to Adam Hogan. Yeah, he's not listening so. to this podcast. Um, so I'm safe. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I think they really need to to put the best players out there. And if if I... Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303 292 9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I, I don't know how they don't see what everybody else is seeing and seeing that Sam Mustafer does not belong in a starting role in any capacity in the NFL. I mean, once he he's getting blocked into his other lineman just from a, a shove of a defensive lineman, I that should tell you right there that he does not belong. I guess he's super intelligent from what a lot of people, you know, that's the silver lining is the guy's very intelligent. Um, have him be a coach. I, I don't know what, what to say I, he, if he can't. Def, you know, I could defend block, defend Justin Fields block. He doesn't belong on the line. Um, so yeah, they they need to get that fixed. And if they can't get see what is clear as day, um, I, I don't know. I, then I'm going to start questioning this uh, the front office and coaching staff. Um, but to to kind of look at the Bears Patriots uh, game, I oof. It's, um, you know, I, I don't know. The the Patriots seem like they found their next Tom Brady and Bailey Zappi. Um, looks like Mac Jones is going to end up Come losing back. his job to oh, him. Yeah, um, yeah. So, I, I, um, you know, they have that unknown third-string quarterback. Um, it, Yeah, I don't think it's going to be good for the Bears. Uh, 
the, the way Belichick is on defense, he's a he's a savant. So oh, I, gonna I think it's going to be apart. yeah. Yeah, I'm usually the optimist here, and <laughs> I, I I'm having a hard time. I'm still going to hang on to every offensive snap um, and just really hope that Justin Fields can do it. But God, after seeing that Commanders game and seeing the the hits he took, I. I'm just going to pray that he can make it to the end of the season and still be in one piece and not be just uh, like go through that. Was that David Carr was the quarterback for the yes. Houston Texans? And yes. just they completely ruined him with the, the same sort of uh, offensive line mis- mismanagement. Mm. Uh, Jake, you know, being up in Wisconsin, obviously we talked a little bit, you know, before recording about, you know, your, your Bears fandom in general. But, like, is it – I know for me, like, obviously I'm not as much into football as much as like Vinny and you know, the years that I buy Madden, I get much, much more into it. This year is not one of them. I played the trial and I was like, eh, I'm good. I don't know if I need it, but, uh, I, I don't know. Like, are you in terms of like bears Patriots? Like, like, is that a game you'll even t- turn into or are you like, nah, I'm good. I don't need to even watch this. Yeah. I still like, I'll still watch all the games and it's solely for Justin Fields, like hoping to catch glimpses of like what, like the, like the greatness that I know this guy has because I watched him destroy Wisconsin. Right. Like I watched him just run at, at, at just run the big 10 at OSU. So it's like, I know it's there. Um, And what's giving, so I get, I still get 670 square reaches up in Madison as Mm -hmm. well. And um, who who's the guy that they um, God who's the, the they they the court Trent Dilfer they have yes. him, they yeah, have they have every him afternoon yep yeah every every um, post game the day after after the game yep. obviously last week was um, Friday they had him twice last week um, Dilfer's got a lot of good things to say and he's seen yes. every quarterback like he's he's had every quarterback at his camp. And, like, he's still high on Fields. His, like, camp, like, I don't know, the guy who, like, helps coach the camp or whatever, like, Fields is his favorite quarterback that he's coached. Um, I think it's, like, hard to watch and and know that, like, not know, but, like, have a good feeling. Like, this guy could be the fucking answer, and we're yeah, not yep. getting the pieces that he yeah. needs. And it just is, like... God, because like he that that dime that he dropped to Pettis in the backcourt, yes. of the was like, oh my god, it was like it yeah. was electric. It yep. was like, and then and then what he can do with his feet too, and like he's such a smart runner, and he knows yep. like there there are still things that that, and again, I don't profess to know a lot about football. Like I I love watching football. I don't know football on the level that I know baseball. Far sure. from it. Yep, sure. But like when they show highlights post game or like halftime or or even right after the play where like there was a play on last Thursday I think it was where it was like third and three or something like that and he took a shot downfield yep. to to Mooney, Mooney. yeah checking it down to Pettis or whoever it was that was just running a cross route like for the first down and I remember yep. watching that and being like dude you only need three yards like yep. what are you doing and and whoever the whoever the shorter shorter route was was open. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but the one thing that I that I have liked seeing too, like so, as much as like some decisions, it 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 kind of hurts to see. It's like ah man, like, but I've seen him take advantage of 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 the bailout to the running back mm-hmm. multiple times, mm-hmm. and those have panned out into 
a few times like big plays. So, and again, that's because like our only offense right now is, is the dual threat at, at running back. Like we're lucky yep. that we've got Herbert and, and um, Montgomery. Yes. Yes. I picked up, I've got Herbert. That's what, like, I know. Yes. Um, <laughs> like the, because you've got Herbert and Montgomery, like it, the offense is somewhat watchable. Right. Yep. But like, it just is, there are so many holes on the offense that it just feels like it's never going to get fixed. Like it, this is not a one off season turnaround. Right. Cause like they need to build through the draft quite clearly. And I saw something today. It was like the bears, like last seven first round draft picks or something. And like half of them are out of the league. Half of them are like, you know, like essentially like backups and like two of them are, are good. It was like Floyd is, is Floyd even still start? Is he still starting in LA? He's with the Rams. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then there was one other guy. Um, yeah. I mean, it just is like, you got to hit on that first round pick. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I, like if there are any educated football fans, like, I mean, Vinny, like you, you being able to dissect offensive line play, like, I definitely pay more attention to it when I'm watching mm-hmm. now. Um, but I, I still don't know all of like the intricacies and stuff, but like, I, I will say like there, there have also been some things on defense that like have been somewhat promising. Yep. Like the young secondary has been solid. We still have Roquan. The defensive front is just abysmal. So it just is yep. like, I don't know, man. It, like I will watch, I will watch all season. Cause I, I'm a masochist. But um, that's, that's what because living in Wisconsin, is. like I just want to be able to say, like I just want to be able to say to like to Packers fans, like, hey, yes. you see that? Yeah, you see, yep. we got something. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, especially now is like Aaron Rodgers is maybe retiring soon. I, you know, I don't know, but I think he's retiring. Like mid, we're watching the retirement mid season. He's been he's been bad this yeah. year. Um, yeah, which is, is it's it, kind of nice it, to see. I was gonna say, is it bad that I take a little joy in that or not? No, okay, it's not. Yeah. It, it's funny they they drafted Jordan Love and then he has back to back MVP seasons and then they sign him for a big contract and now, <laughs> now he's it's just a yeah shit they're show. like what did we yeah. do yeah yeah um just to get back to your point though Jake about not being able to fix the offense in one season one off season I think it's possible yeah I do like some of the pieces they have on the line I'd like to see um oh the left tackle I can't think of his name right now I think it's Larry Borm he's a right tackle um. Oh, who's the Braxton Jones? I, I like him yeah. there. He's a big guy. He definitely looks like he needs to put on some muscle. Uh, he, he for a lineman, he looks pretty skinny. Um, I, I you know I like him there. I like to see what he can do in a full off season of conditioning and you know strength strength building with uh in, within the Bears organization. Borm's an okay piece. Uh, Jenkins on guard's been great. I think Whitehair. I, think he's got maybe one more year or maybe they have to make a decision with him hopefully they bring him back because he's he's been their their best guy on the line so far so i think really centers obviously obviously their most important piece maybe they go out and get a tackle um if they can find you know some all-star pro pro bowl uh tackle um you know on either side i guess to 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 make it better because you know both borm and braxton jones are both young so you know if you get somebody in there on a three-year deal deal or something like that they can step in afterwards um when he's gone so obviously they need to get a number one um i mooney's 
he's okay. I've seen him drop way too many balls to be <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, that guy, he's a number one. Um, last year, even, uh, he had so many like deep balls that would just bounce off his hands and it just drove me nuts. So when they made him the number one this offseason, I, I kind of bought into it, but, um, yeah, it just still he caught that, that he should have caught a number one catches that ball, yep. like, that game winning ball. Yeah, and he had a couple yeah. like that last year. Some some big plays he could have made, but they just bounced right off his hands. And it wasn't like it was contested. It was just it was there, and it just dropped it. Um, so they needed a number one, um, and then maybe you know get another another a wide receiver in there. Maybe Nikhil Harry works out, and he can be your number two. Um, we'll see. But I, I think it's possible to fix that. I think what they did in the draft this year, getting the cornerbacks, I did like that. And a lot of people wanted to get wide receiver, um, but their cornerback situation was awful last year. I mean, how many games did Justin, I think it was the Steelers game, the uh, the 49ers game. And oh God, there was one more game where he, the Ravens game where they scored late, they had the lead, and then the 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 opposing offense just drove down and they were passing the ball at will. The, the secondary was terrible last year. So I'm fine that they addressed it. I mean, obviously, the, Fields is on his rookie deal. Everybody keeps saying that they're going to draft a quarterback high next year. That makes no sense to me whatsoever because this ownership has shown to be overtly patient with their GMs. I mean, Ryan Pace had seven years. So, I mean, he would be stupid to cut bait with Fields now. You just let him ride out his, his rookie deal, build up, you know, the offensive line, the weapons, and then if Fields doesn't show that he can do it, then go out and get your quarterback because you're probably going to be, you know, top 10 pick if Fields doesn't work out or doesn't show that he can be a, a, a franchise type of quarterback. So I, I think, yeah, I think there's optimism that they can turn this thing around quickly, especially with the cap space that they have going into next offseason. But um, this year it's just – I, I yeah, I pray for Fields that he can make it out alive. <laughs> do you, assuming he can, do you? Assuming uh, I glazed over that. Assuming he can make it out alive, <laughs> yeah, right? Do you? Do you? Do you think he has he shown you enough? Oh, for sure. I'm I'm probably the biggest Justin Fields fan on this podcast, and and being a Wisconsin fan, seeing him what he yeah. used to do to Wisconsin in the Big Ten championship games. I mean, yeah. he's. He's done such great things, even in the NFL. I mean, I don't see how people that don't like. But Vinny, he's an he's a he's a Buckeye quarterback. Don't, they don't succeed. Don't get me started on once somebody says that that he came from OSU and that that's why he's garbage. They've lost all credibility with me. <laughs> um, but you no, know, we've seen in the we've seen we've seen that the the, yeah. the throw to Pettis uh, last year, the Steelers game when he had that game should have been game winning drive where you know he's making. Good throws and tight windows. He can do that. Yes, he's missing some of the easy stuff, but I feel like that's the stuff that can be coached is the easy yeah. stuff, the hard stuff, the, those deep balls that he's making. That's the hard stuff. That's the stuff that you can't teach. So, yeah. I, you know, I have hope for him. I just, you know, I hope the coaching staff can can keep him on his feet and design plays that will get him through at least the season alive. Yeah. Yeah. We uh we will see. Uh Pretzel Vince in the chat says the Bears will be on national TV, which means they will get outplayed. Uh he might not be wrong. He might not yeah. be wrong about it. And another another thing with this team is uh and I guess uh kind of a, a kudos to the coaching staff is they don't quit. Like they yeah. 
Matt, Matt, Matty's boys don't quit, I guess, to, to bring in the baseball perspective. They do play hard for him. Um, so that's, that's kind of a difference from last year with Matt Nagy. They, if they were out of a game early, it was, they weren't coming back. So that's, that's been a nice thing yeah, to see I, from this coach, this team. Eber, I, I don't hear much like about Eberflus. So that means that he must be doing a good job because I feel like Nagy had like an eye rolling oh, comment. Yeah. Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every oh, week. Yeah. Like, multiple <laughs> times every week. And Flus hasn't like had anything. Not yet. No, I don't no. hear anything about him, so it's like, okay, well, he must be he must be doing something right, you know. He, he yep. at least has like social skills and people skills. Like he can at least present himself when he needs to. But um, all right, real quick before we move on to whatever uh, predictions, Vinny, prediction for this week's game, Monday night, Bears Patriots. What's the final score going to be? Patriots thirty, Bears ten. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jake. What about you? I'm going to say Pats 24, Bears 17. Wow. I appreciate the optimism. Uh, All right. I'm going to go 24-7 Pats. That's oh, God. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's just... a crapshoot. Like, I never know. Like, even that first week against the 49ers, I had no anticipation that they would do well, and they came out and they somehow won. So, hey, Velas Jones Jr. is going to run one back, you guys. He hey, there we go. Uh, <laughs> now, is he going to run right? it, though? Is he going to run it? He's off. While? Is he going to hold on to the ball, or is, it, or is he going to just run back to the end zone without the ball? He might run, <laughs> the, wrong, he might run yeah. the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. You know what? Let's go to something more fun instead of depressing like the Bears football season. Let's get on to our whatever topic. Uh, top five minor league baseball logos. Vinny, let's do it. Now it's time for whatever. 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 Whatever you want. Whatever I want. Whatever, dude. Irrelevant. Whatever, dude. All right, so this week uh, we are talking top five minor league baseball logos, and I'm not going to lie, this made me want to go out and buy some minor league caps, and I, I think I have a Portland Pickles hat at the moment, but that's it. So it's going to cost me to uh, cost me to spend some money. Uh, before we do get started, we did have one person write in on our Facebook page. I believe it was Cody. He said, I don't know if mascots count, but I have never been to Arkansas, but I totally own an Odie the Redneck Possum t-shirt from the Arkansas Travelers. Because it is totally awesome. So if you go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash baseball, whatever, it is actually a really cool logo. And if they had that on a cap, I would totally buy that. So, Cody, thank you for writing in. So, all right. So minor league logos uh, could be the logo on the cap, could be a logo on the jersey, T-shirt, alternate logo, whatever. Uh, Minor league baseball affiliated, independent league, rookie league, whatever, as long as it's technically not the MLB. Vinny, you are going to be in charge because you're the whatever host now that Greg's on hiatus. So, Vinny, take it away. 
All right. Uh, this <laughs> so is whatever. Baseball and whatever. Um, this week we are, as uh, Justin yeah, just uh, talked about. Yeah, I I'm sorry. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, we are t- ranking our top five MILB logos. I, For me, I don't know how you guys did yours. I only did MILB. I didn't do like Portland Pickles or the Disco Turkeys. I did not either, Savannah no. Savannah Bananas. I kept it within uh, the the major league. Or, Traditional. You know, yeah. Yep, the, the affiliated uh, teams of the minor leagues. Um, so without further ado, Jake, I guess, since you're the guest, you can go first. Who, who is your number five MILB logo? The Kannapolis Cannonballers. Nice. Good one. Yes. Yeah, the Cannonballers. So I'll, I'll, this an easy one to describe. It's like a gumball head guy. So he gets, he's got this big head with like an old school, like evil Knievel um, helmet on. And it's like he's being shot out of a cannon. And I just think it's like a super unique, like really. Greg's. Ugly... Sorry. <laughs> I... No, I'll get. I I always I, I'm. I think you'll. Let's see. I like I like team names. Like because I I took the names in into a, yes. into account too. Yep. Okay. Um. So I like Canapolis Cannonballers. Like it just like it rolls off the tongue well, yep. and it's red, red, white, and blue. Um. I didn't even look at the jerseys. I only looked at hats and logos. Um, I don't know who they're affiliate of. I don't know what level they're at, but they are MILB. Canapolis Cannonballers is my number five. Okay, nice. nice. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, yeah, that Justin, was actually. You want to go next? Yes, that was actually somebody who wrote. Uh, one of the my coworkers uh, wrote in and also said they agree. The Canapolis Cannonballers. I like the alliter- the alliteration too. Like when you get the city and the name, mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah. Um, all right, my number five. I kind of went back and forth. Um, a while back, uh, Vinny, I know Greg and I were on a show. It was the, I think it was the guys over at the three spot. They had um, one of the minor league baseball correspondents of sportslogos.net on. Uh, he now hosts the, trying to find his name. He now hosts the Baseball and Ice Cream podcast. He's he's a real big, he collects the baseball uh, caps that are in the, um, the what, what, am, what am I trying to say, Vinny? Baseball, the, the helmet cup. The helmets, thank you, cream. yes. Oh. Uh, it, it, yes. So if you check out count to baseball, the baseball and ice cream page, uh, they now have a podcast as well. But, uh, this was on my, on my list when we talked with those guys and that is the Wisconsin timber rattlers. Okay. I love the nice. logo with the W, but with the snake coiled around the one end of the W, um, also love the, the crit, like the crimson, crimsonish red and burgundy color with the tannish color of the snake. Um, really cool color scheme that I feel like you don't really see very often. But, uh, yeah, that, that W logo, if they didn't have the snake on it, I would find it extremely boring. But I love the way that they in- incorporated that. Um, I feel like I'm also biased, too, because it's a Wisconsin thing and having so much family that now live there. Um, but, yeah, that is that is my number five, the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers. Uh, and I want to say when I was in fall ball, that might have been my team. So maybe, like, nostalgic and, like, subconsciously picking that number five. So that's my number five, though. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's a good one. Um, the for me, the number five was the Eugene Emeralds. I actually have yes. this hat. Um, it is the big giant uh, Sasquatch tree or Sasquatch carrying a, a tree. Um, it's it's a good logo. Um, I like that. Again, that kind of plays with the you know Canapolis Cannonballers, mm-hmm. the Eugene Emeralds, and that was uh, where uh, Nico Honer also made uh, an appearance there in his minor league stint. So yes. yes, the Eugene Emeralds for me number number five. They were the Cubs affiliate from 2015 yeah, to 2020. 
Yeah. Short season. So, yeah. Yeah. Good. Uh, good choice. Yeah. I, I. I like their. I like the like the the very like neon green parts of that logo with the darker green. It, it's uh, a. Yeah. They have some cool alternate jerseys with that like yes. neon green too. It's like neon green with like black pinstripes. It's yeah. Like I feel mm-hmm. like especially with minor league, you can go down like a really deep rabbit hole of just really unique stuff that obviously. I'm getting teams. there. Well, oh, yeah. you like, the pro just teams you would wait. never take a chance on this and i don't know if that's what makes it a minor league thing but like it's so cool to see them kind of step outside the box so yeah for sure all right and what do you four, got jake yep my number four would be the hillsborough hops oh that's nice. a good one that's yeah a good i just like one I just like so it's just a hop with a you know beer hop with a with a baseball hat on. I think it's like you know grimacing or something like that. Something mean, making some mean face. Yeah. Um, I think their colors are green and blue. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're the, it's wearing like a blue hat, and then it's obviously the hop is green. Um, and uh, saw saw a couple of Hillsborough hops hats actually at a local brewery uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, I just thought it was cool to see people wearing minor league hats out in the wild. Nice. Yeah, that was nice. that was that is definitely a popular one. Um, yeah, that that blue and green combo, I, I feel like is so nice because I don't know. I'm I get so sick of just like all blue or all red or like blue and red. Like I like it when it's something more unique, something different. So I am yeah. I am right there with you with that. Um, yeah, that that's that's a good and a unique name too. Like yeah, how many pro- professional or semi professional teams are named after hops for beer? Like I don't, I don't know yep. anybody. You know what I mean. So, that's a good Just, pick. Yes. Nope. Number four for you. Number four. I kind of went back and forth. I had a couple different ones, but Vinny, I know that Shocking. upsets. I know that upsets you when I do yes. more than one for one spot. So I, I deferred to an honorable mentions list later. But my, my number four. Um, I'm a sucker for like anything that corresponds with baby blue, which I know real, real manly. But uh, the Daytona Tortugas. I love that that logo. There's one hat in particular. It's like um, it's like a it's it's the baby blue paneled hat. The front is white, and then it's got that green tortuga logo. And and like minor league, it's like oh yeah, it's just a goofy looking animal holding a baseball bat. But there's something about like the this this old old ass turtle holding a baseball bat with like the baby blue color scheme. And then you get into like their jerseys and uniforms. Like they're really really neat, really really unique. Um, and their their mascot's a turtle, which I dig. I don't know why. Uh, that turtles might pop up again somewhere else on this list just an fyi but uh that is my number four the daytona tortugas um i would love to see a game with them they, they seem like a pretty cool uh franchise so that's my number four nice that's yeah. a good one yeah uh, i'm going to stick with the san francisco giants organization Ooh. and i'm going with number four rich for me is the richmond flying squirrels oh yeah um this is just a great logo um not a you know crazy color, you know unique color scheme like the hops, but it's you know a squirrel and it's a it's a flying squirrel. He's you know flying through the air. He's got you know his colors. They're what gray, black, and red. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a, it's a really cool logo. Um, so for me, yeah, the the Richmond Flying Squirrels is number four. That is, man, oh boy, did I do that? Sorry, or did you do that, Vinny? <laughs> that was me. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, must that you know, big big squirrel fans there. Um, all right, yep. yeah, like that that logo, the one of like the the one logo of the outstretched squirrel flying is really mm-hmm. really cool on a baseball hat. Um, yeah, and, and I think like the red and black and gray is a cool color scheme too that you don't see very often. And yeah, a- anything that can really bring out like identity, 
Like, like for example, I know this isn't minor league baseball, but the Padres City Connect jerseys and uniforms oh. are still some of my favorite because it's just so wild for the MLB, number one. And number two, like, no one else is going to look like that. So when you can design something that as soon as I see that, that's whatever franchise, like, props to them. Um, I just wish those City Connect things weren't so damn expensive. Like, the fact that yeah. – like even on like forty seven uh forty seven brands website, like there's like a premium charge for the City Connect stuff. It drives me insane. So all right, I'll stop complaining though about prices and being cheap, because that's just how I roll. Sorry about that. Uh Jake, we're back to you. My number three, the Omaha Storm Chasers. Oh, that's a good one too. Nice. That's a good it one. is it is a tornado, like with baseball seams, so it's white and red, and then it's got a bat like in the middle of the tornado that like mm-hmm. makes its nose. And I just think it's like one of the most creative logos I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, yep. Very, very cool. Like from a design standpoint, very, very cool way of tackling that. And I also like when minor league teams pay homage to their major league affiliate sure. with the mm-hmm. same colors. So they are Royals affiliate and they have the same colors as the Royals, but it's not like, you know, whatever the, the I think the Braves literally have like a minor league affiliate. That's like the Braves. Like, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, like the, that's, Rome, that's the Rome Braves maybe or something like yeah, that. Something yeah. like that. So it's cool that they paid homage. And like, I just think it's, it's my favorite logo on my list, mm-hmm. but I, I did my list like looking at the team name and sure. and the logo. Yeah, that so, makes sense. That makes sense. So my favorite logo, but that's my number three. That's a good pick. Did nice. you? I don't know. Sidebar: Did you guys see that? There's uh, uh, Twister Two is now in production. Speaking of tornadoes, no. Twister One I saw when I was way too young, and it made me like deathly afraid of yes. tornadoes for so long. <laughs> <If> <laughs> I saw I, it on TV, and I was like, I can't. Like tornadoes are the worst thing. It's, it's my biggest fear. <laughs> And especially growing up in the Midwest, where, like, yeah. in the summer, it's like, eh, you might get one or two, like, close calls, but, like, there's always that chance. Like, I, and, I, and I don't know about you guys. Vinny, I know you, you had always had a basement growing up out in Freeport, but, like, mm-hmm. in, where I lived, our first house, up until maybe, like, sixth grade where we lived, we did not have a basement. So, like, like you said, Jake, I was scared of tornadoes to begin with because we didn't have a basement. And then Twister came out, and I was in, like, probably fifth grade. I'm like, oh, I'm I'm too I I can handle this and I watched I didn't see it in theaters but it was on like HBO when we had HBO yep, yeah. and it was on like every other day and I watched it because yeah. like it was awesome and then like that summer we had a, a pretty close call bad tornado and I remember running around the house like screaming like we're gonna die the tornado's coming there's gonna be flying cows <laughs> and that was like the precipice of like the next summer my parents were like all right maybe we need to start looking for a new house with a basement because this kid's driving us insane so. <laughs> Um, supposedly though, like this has been talked about since when Bill Paxton was still alive and then obviously he passed away. So supposedly the premise is it's going to be his and Helen Hunt's daughter that is now a storm chaser and Helen Hunt is signed on to do the movie. So, oh, interesting. I I don't know if it'll be any good, but. You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 
I'm sure it'll be fine. Justin. I, I feel like when they bring back old movies from like 20 years ago, it's ne- they never live up to. It, it'll be hype. better than Avatar two. Well, yeah, that's well. I mean, Top Gun Maverick. That's true. That's yeah. a good point. I still need to see that. I have not seen that yet. I haven't either, but I've heard that it's like it's like blows yeah. the original out of the water. I've I've heard it's amazing. Yeah, that. Yeah, that. Well, and I know like there's a Christmas Story sequel that's coming out now with the original cast too. Interesting. And and Ralphie is directing it. Apparently, I can't think. Okay, of Okay, yeah, he's into he, like he's yeah, still he's, in Hollywood. He's still he's in Hollywood. Still, yeah. yeah. So, all right. Sorry. Sidebar. There. Got into the movie talk. There. Uh, all right. My number three. Number three. My number three is kind of a classic. This was one I remember as a kid. I like when I might, you know, for Christmas or my birthday, my parents would buy me like a baseball jersey or whatever that I would ask for. And I remember then we'd get like a catalog of like baseball hats or like sometimes they would send us minor league baseball stuff. And I don't know why, but this was one I always wanted. I still I've been meaning to buy one of these um, just because I feel like it's so iconic. The team is still around. The logo hasn't changed. The color really hasn't changed. The color is okay. But the logo itself, I just love. And that is the the Chattanooga Lookouts. Mm-hmm. I love – it's so simple, just the two eyeballs looking out. Uh, I love the logo. That's one that, like, there's been times where I've had that hat in my cart on their website. And then I'll click, like, shipping, and it's like, oh, it's $15 to ship it to you. And it's like, no, it's not because I'm not buying this. So, um, <laughs> yeah, like, that. that is definitely one. And, and, and going back to, I think, Jake, you brought up a good point about, like, color scheme and logo and name and, and mascot and stuff. But, like – the color scheme is fine. It's kind of like monochrome, just mostly red and white. So like, ah, I, whatever. Like, I feel like red kind of is, there's too much red um, as I'm sitting in front of a red Blackhawks jersey. But um, the logo itself, like, is just so cool to me. It's so unique because there's nothing. I think there's some other team. I want to say it was like, is it the Eismore Storm? They did something similar yeah. with like two eyes, but it doesn't have that same like. I don't know, joie de vivre of the Chattanooga Lookouts. I, I mean, you played, you played, you played MVP baseball. Yes, yeah? yes. So like M- the Chattanooga Lookouts, like when you had minor league teams, that is the logo that I remember most vividly. Yeah. From playing MVP baseball franchises. Yeah. And I think that that's why, like, I have a soft spot for the mm-hmm. logo. There's like a nostalgia I, there. I miss it. This is going to be blasphemy if Greg's listening because he is Mr. MLB The Show, which is good. And I did buy this season and I just had this year's game and I didn't even have time to play it. But those old MVP baseball games, still still the best of all time for me. They're the best. The the one with Pujols, I think it was 04 with Pujols. I played that thing an unhealthy amount. (laughs) Yeah, and the soundtracks. Nice. I yes. still like. I hear the songs, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, there, <laughs> yeah. there's still songs on my iPod when I break that out. That I'm oh, like, yeah. "Oh, this was from MVP04. This was like EA tracks." Like, uh, yeah, you know. we talk about my buddies and I talk about it all the time. Like yeah. Snow Patrol had a song on yes. there, I think, and that was that was on the ALCS. They had that coming back from break. It was playing. I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, this is just this is from like almost twenty years ago. This is yeah, wild. yeah, so, that's wild. Uh, yes, yeah, so that's my number three. Uh, Vinny, back to you, man. Nice. Uh, my number three. I kind of cheated on this one, Justin. So Uh-oh. shame on oh, me, Vinny. Uh, come on. Yeah, but it's the Myrtle Beach Pelicans, the oh. Pirate Edition. Oh, that's not cheating. That's not cheating. I mean, it's not their ma- – I tried to stay with the main logo, but I, logo. I cheated it's for this one. Yeah. And, and but, we, you know, front of the pod, Sam Wiederhaft, we had – or Wieder, Wiedercraft, Wiederhaft, I feel like I should – I think it's Wiederhaft. Uh, broadcaster of the Carolina – I think Carolina, it's Haft. Yeah, the Pelicans – the Myrtle Beach Pelicans, sorry. Yeah, he came on. He was an awesome guy. Highly recommend if anybody wants to check out that. But, yes, you are – that's such a good logo. Yeah, that's a great logo. And now they got, I think they just got hats back in, so I might have to buy one of those. But yeah, that, I just love the, the, it's the 
pretty much a skull of a pelican, yeah, and it's in the bones. Jolly Roger yep. uh, type of, uh, I guess, format, I guess, because it's got, like, the cross bones or yeah. something like that. And, it, yeah, it's just it's a really cool look, and I guess that's something because of the popularity of it. Last year when they introduced it, they did it, like, every Friday game, they wore those uniforms. Um, yes. And they, they, they won – didn't they win this year? They or they win the half season. Uh, I'm trying I want to, to say remember. they did, right? I think so which yeah, which which covers or maybe last uh, minor year. system. One. They were really um, good two years. They were in really a row. good, yeah. yeah. So but, yeah, that, that's a really. Good, I digress. It's it's funny, Vinny, like because you know when I've gone, especially you know getting ready to do this, like going back and looking at hats on the individual minor league team stores. It's amazing how many other people are similar to us that like obviously dig hat dig baseball caps and dig the logos and stuff like that because there's so many times they're all out of stock like it blows yes. my mind that there's obviously such a market for this or their production is so low that that's why it's all out of stock one of the two Probably i do a little know. bit of both a little bit of yeah a little bit of both but good pick that's that that's a really good pick thank good you pick. all right jake number two so my number my number two i i did go away from milb Okay. Uh, it's a collegiate league, so Northwoods League, which we all can, you know, get get up on here in the Midwest. Um, the Traverse City Pit Spitters. All right, I got to look this oh, up. Oh, nice. So Traverse City, I think, is known for cherries, and the Pit Spitters logo is like two cherries, and they're sp- like spitting their. This pits. is awesome. It's it is yep. so sick. It's like it's such a great logo, and Pit Spitters is a great name. So it that's is. why that's why Pittsbitters is my my number two. Um, uh, Jake, I just pulled this up, and so okay, so like their primary logo is the two cherries spitting out baseballs, which is awesome. They're like on the vine or whatever, and then I don't know if you saw they have two alternate logos, yeah. of a cherry tree where the bark has the face, and that's spitting out a baseball, which is really cool. And then their other alternate, which this might be my favorite one, it's literally like a cartoonish baseball mitt catching two uh, cherries. Like it is. They, really I mean, cool. all the logos are great, and I'm really pretty cool. sure they also like did an alternate. Like some of the teams will do, like will, they'll change their identity for like a single yeah. game or something. Yeah. And I think they did something beer related okay. uh, last summer, but I can't remember what it was. I'm pretty sure it was Traverse City. But. That is that is uh, yes, and then it looks like at nice. some point they were also the Traverse City Beach Bums, which that logo is actually kind of cool. Look, I'm I'm pump pulling all these out, but. The uh yeah that that is so cool I didn't I'll be honest I didn't even know that team existed that's awesome though yeah well I mean it's it's yeah it's uh the Northwoods League so it's it's summer collegiate ball like the only player that I know that played for the Mallards which is the Madison team yes yep um Pete Alonzo played for them oh, in like yeah, yeah. in like sixteen or fifteen okay so so not it's not like it's not the Cape Cod League you don't get like the cream of the crop talent yeah there are there are like MLB players that did play in the Northwoods League. Uh, I'm going down like a deep dive on Google Images right now. Apparently, at some point, they also unveiled their alternate brand where they went by the Up North Cork Dorks. Oh, my I, God. That's if you funny. have a chance, Google this logo. It's literally a cork with its tongue sticking out, and he's got braces and, like, the the real thick nerd glasses and the pinwheel cap. Oh, up, my God. Up North Cork Dorks. I don't know whether to be afraid or be like, that's awesome. It's really <laughs> weird looking, really weird looking. But that that's is uh, something nightmares are made of. I was going to say, and then their alt, their alternate for that was literally the Upper Peninsula is the is the um, rubber stopper for a for a wine bottle, and then the Lower Peninsula of Michigan is the actual cork. That's a really cool. That's actually a really cool logo too. 
I'm gonna have to do like a uh, dig through all these these collegiate leagues just to find some stuff. I know out here we have the Joliet Slammers because there was an old, old huge, gigantic prison in Joliet where um, <laughs> uh, Blues Brothers was filmed, and their their logo is just a prison, and then their mascot is like a uh, jail jaybird, like with with a prison jumpsuit on. Damn, it's it's, it's kind of it's like oh that's really cool, but oh man that's also kind of weird too. I don't know, but all right, uh, Vinny, are we back to me? Yes, we are. All right. I'm going to go. Number two. This is another one uh, I have thought about buying a long time and also was a huge fan of this logo as a kid. This is a Boston Red Sox affiliate, um, and they've done multiple different color schemes. I think at one point they were black and teal, which is like right up my wheelhouse, like 90s era. And now I believe they're mostly Red Sox colors, uh, and that is the Portland Sea Dogs. I, as goofy of a logo as that is... um, just like this manatee, I don't know what it, a sea dog technically is. I guess a manatee, right? I don't know, or a porpoise. No, that's a dolphin. Like a, I don't know. No, it, it looks like a just sea dog. Seal? Is that like a, a yeah, a seal or a, a, what's the other one? This is why um, I'm not a science teacher, by the way. Yeah, um, or a marine biologist. Or a marine biologist. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I love that logo. It, it's very simple. It's very cartoonish. It's clearly, as soon as you see that, you're like, oh, that is definitely minor league because I, no pro team would ever wear that. Or if they did, it would have been updated and modernized way, way, way sooner. But I remember that logo. I remember that logo as a kid in the mid-90s. Like, that has not changed at all. Um, yeah. So that is one. Kind of goofy, kind of silly, but I have a very uh, soft spot for that logo. So that is the Portland Sea Dogs of the Red Sox affiliates uh, for my number two. Nice. That's a good yeah, one. Uh, yeah. My number two is the Rocket City Trash Pandas. Yeah, um, I, I think the, the logo, I own a, a hat of this team, but yeah, the, the logo is just hilarious. It's a raccoon. Uh, it's, a, it's a trash panda in a trash can <laughs> that is uh, it converted into like a jet pack or a rocket. It, like a it, it's yeah, called so, a rocket yeah. ship, but it's like a jet pack almost. And he's flying through the air. It's it's just hilarious. Um, and just the, the Rocket City trash pandas. It, yeah, it doesn't get any better than and that. And I want to say they're like based out of Alabama or Mississippi. Yes, I think so. That's, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Mobile, that's, uh, maybe? I don't know. Or Mobile, I, I guess. I don't know. But Yeah, I think it's yeah, somewhere in Alabama somewhere in where there's a big, um, Space. Yeah, I think NASA had a community there uh, okay. back in the day. So, yes, Rocket City Trash Panda is my number two. So, I think it's funny. If you go on their website, they have a whole backstory for their character of, like, how he got in his trash can and turned it into yeah, a Oh, that's trash. awesome. Yeah, like, they really did yeah. a deep dive on it. Yeah, it's crazy. I know we talked intense. about that. At some point, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. They, they made my, my number two. So Very nice. Now we're on to number ones. Jake, your number one. My number one. So we talked about the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers, but for one day, June 20th in 2019, they changed their branding to the Wisconsin Utter Tuggers. (laughs) And it's the greatest thing that I've ever seen. Holy crap. Yes. It's a cow (laughs) with its utter just like flapping in front. And it just is. Like they incorporated on the brim of the cap, it's like cow print. Oh my god! Um, that holy is great. cow! It's it's phenomenal. And like, quick shout out to official league hats. I'm wearing one of their hats. This is the Sydney Blue Sox, I think. Okay. Um, and they also do all the stuff for the Portland Pickles uh, hats and jerseys. And I reached out to them like sometime over the summer. I was like, "You guys need to do an utter Tuggers hat." 
like because I want like a really cool hat, like with a white front and like a like a yeah. pink brim and then black uh-huh. sides with that logo on the front. Um, I just think like what like I mean the fact that it's like it sounds like motherfuckers, the Wisconsin yeah. motherfuckers. Yep. So it's just like <laughs> it just is like obviously awesome. calling out the obvious, but it just yes. like I, I think it's so great the tongue in cheek reference that you know they're uh, the only other like milk reference in um wisconsin like semi-pro sports is the uh, milwaukee milkmen okay um, yep. independent league team so i love that they did that um now we just need some kind of like cheese curd reference team yes in wisconsin or, like a brat like i could i could come up maybe that's what i'll do like i'll do for fun like make like a brat logo or something but there you go just legendary stuff. I'm I'm That's looking great. at right now on the Timber Rattlers website. You can still buy the yes. Utter Tuggers hat for forty bucks. It's fitted. Yeah, it's, it's navy blue. It's got the Utter Tugger logo on it, and then like you said, the brim is literally a cow spot pattern, white and like a dark gray. Yeah, that. You know, as silly as it is, like that's really creative, especially with yep. incorporating the brim. Because I, and it's a really... like it's a super well done logo. Yeah. Like, they did not spare any expenses for one day yeah, for one right. game. But they're obviously like yeah, they're still selling merch because it's it's a hit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that is so cool. That is that is. I had no idea that even was a thing. That's awesome. Very cool. All right, Vinny. I I don't know. You might be disappointed by mine because this isn't. The, this is now a defunct team. I'm always mm. disappointed by you, Justin. Thank you. <laughs> I've been disappointing you since your sister brought me home and I met you. Uh, all right. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Just a little, <laughs> just a little bit. Uh, my number one. Um... Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. They are not around anymore. They rebranded. This new season was their, actually their rebranding. I know Vinny was at a game for, uh, I think, with his son or with his family recently. They they are now the Beloit. Oh. What are they? The oh, Sky yeah. Carp. The Sky Carp. The Sky Carp, which very cool color scheme. It's fine. But yeah. I love that goofy-ass Beloit snapper logo of the the turtle yeah. holding the bat. Yep. Like he's getting ready to, to literally step up to the plate. And again, perfect example of me being cheap. I remember when I heard they were rebranding, I kept watching the Snapper store and I'm like, I'm going to get them. I'm going to I'm going to get a shirt on or a, t- a t-shirt or a hat really cheap because they're going to be out of stock soon. And like I kept doing that and kept checking. And sure enough, like my size hat was out or, you know, and then I and now they're all gone. And now my opportunity to buy a Beloit Snappers hat is relegated to like eBay or Etsy. So. We'll see what happens. But I love that logo. I was so bummed when I heard they were changing it. Um, I still hope maybe they bring it back as like an alternate someday. It's just, you know, to me, minor league baseball is supposed to be fun and goofy and kind of kitschy. And like that is a great example, as is the other couple examples I gave. But my number one, the Beloit Snappers, uh, Sky Carp, if you're listening, please bring them back at some point. I appreciate it. I know they still have the mascot wandering around as a turtle, yep. right? Yeah. Yep. He comes out every once in a while. So, yeah, that's my number one, the Beloit Snappers. It's a good choice. one, Justin. Thank yep. you, Vinny. I appreciate it. Yep. And I, and I like the, the color scheme of the, the Sky Carp because it's the color scheme of the Marlins, which is a good color scheme anyways in its own, own right. So, yeah. um, 
My number one, uh, Justin, this will be no surprise to you because I like this one so much when we did the, the, the rankings with the three spot. Oh yeah. It is the story behind this is the, the quad city river bandits. Oh God. Um, it is my favorite. Do you, you want to share the story behind that before you, yeah, the, uh, well, the, the mascot itself is, uh, it's a, a it's a bandit so it's it's a raccoon again uh, i must have a soft spot for I was gonna raccoon say, subconsciously yeah. um but yeah it's a it's a raccoon with a cowboy hat and a bandana over its mouth um but the story behind it is that there was a river bandit gang that killed the town's namesake and that's what the team is named after I, so <laughs> like that blows my mind why why would you name your team after the people that killed the town like leader i have no like, idea I don't get um, that at all but the, the logo's great yes um, it is and, and yeah it's just it's a I, I love it, just that that Western theme uh, logo, just with, again, the raccoon of all animals um, is just, yeah, it, they, they portray it as the, you know, you know, the, with the bandit, with the eyes and everything like that. So, yeah, the river bandits are my number one. I, I totally forgot one. about that when we did that draft with those guys that I remember you being very upset that Greg and I couldn't. I think, did we get that one for you? I can't remember if we were. You did not. Here. No. Okay. No, you, you guys we, are terrible. The logo crash. draft that they set up, we could not get that one for Vinny, and we heard about it afterwards. I do remember that now. But yes. Um. All right. I don't know. Uh. Any? You guys got any honorable mentions or any other ones that didn't make your list or almost made your list? I'll I'll do a quick. One. I sure. really like the the Gwinnett, the Gwinnett stripers. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. It just is like a really well done logo. It's just a. I don't know what kind of fish really, really good looking fish. Um, as I'm scrolling through again here too. Um, I also really like the Asheville tourists. They mm-hmm. have a moon as their logo now with sunglasses on, That's which is kind of ironic. Um, and hang on. There was one other, uh, there's one that I'm surprised that none of us had on the list that I thought was like kind of a gimme. Where is it? Um, Maybe maybe I'm wrong. This is great podcasting. <laughs> That's all right. right? That's all right. <laughs> yeah, th- I, this is on par for this us. This is about our bar. Yeah, no, you're fine. I I also I really like the Sugarland Space Cowboys. Mm-hmm. It's like super detailed for for a baseball logo. It doesn't really like make sense, um, but just like pretty cool. Like that's an Astros affiliate. Okay, and then. Like if we're going like classic looking logos again, I don't think it's like really ever changed much. The Salt Lake Bees. Oh yeah, like, the Salt Lake yeah. Bees is a great logo. Um, yeah. One of the places mm-hmm. on our radar for like maybe we want to live there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, they've got a minor league affiliate, so I get to see some AAA guys there. Yeah. So, and Ebbets Field Flannels has all their all their cool throwback stuff. That's awesome. So, yeah, Gosh. Salt Lake Bees. Very cool. That, that's nice. I, that Taurus logo is really cool too. I do, Isn't it I, pretty I sick? The Astros always had good logos. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very unique. Um, I know. I for me, I had. Carolina Mudcats, just because I really, again, another one I remember from being a kid. Uh, new yep. one, a new one that they just they just became this, or they just started a couple of years ago, and that's the Hartford Yard Goats. Yes, uh, yard love goats. that logo. Oh, yeah. Love the color scheme, the blue and green, and I love the fact that it's kind of an homage to the Hartford Whalers, which was that you know the now defunct hockey team that's in Carolina. Uh, they have a really cool logo of the goat instead of chewing on a baseball bat, he's chewing on a hockey stick, and I've been trying to track that down, but I haven't been able to find it lately for sale. And then the last one, I didn't even know about this until we spoke with um, uh, uh, um, the guy over at Sports Logos, Paul, who does their minor league baseball discussions. 
uh, and he introduced us to the Spokane Indians. And the logo itself is so cool because what they did is they literally met with the tribe that lives in reservations near there. And they said, okay, this is our team name. Um, First of all, are you okay with it? What do you want us to do? And they said, yes, we're good. And they literally turned over the designing of the logo and the jersey and everything to the tribe. And they let them kind of design it. So much so to the point where occasionally they wear alternate uniforms that have the uh, native language on the jersey. Oh, man. It's it's like, it's so cool. That's like, how I, you do it. That's how you do that's it. That's how like, you and, do it. And I know that's a discussion some people, like, hate to have and stuff. But, like, that is so cool the way they did that. And then they also do, like, nights where, um, like, they the any of the proceeds to certain uh, – I think it might be the proceeds for the jersey that have the um, the native language on it that any proceeds go straight to the, to the, to the uh, tribe. Like that's the way you do it. Like if, yes. it, you know, if you want to use that, um, use that and it, it's cool with them and that you let them design it in terms of the, the, the reservation, the tribe really, really cool. I, there's been a couple times where I've almost wanted to buy one just to like support that. Cause I think that's such a cool way of doing it. So those were my three honorable mentions for sure. Nice. Yeah. I had a, a list as I normally do here, but the, the Canapolis Cannonballers were on there. The Erie Sea Wolves, Lakeland oh, Flying Tigers, um, the and that was actually it was just those three. So nice job, yeah, nice job. Kept it short. <laughs> Very cool, Vinny. I know I did not have any. I didn't have a list of people that wrote in. Was there anyone else that touched? I had in? two people write okay. in. Let me pull them up here because yeah, you I added them to the oh, list. Oh, did you? Uh, I deleted, you deleted the master them. one. So, yeah, yes, that was from uh, last week. My bad. Doctor Mantis wrote in, and he has the as his uh, top five: number five, Modesto Nuts; number oh, four, Richmond one. Flying Squirrels; number three, the Eugene Emeralds; number two, the Aberdeen Ironbirds; and number one, Montgomery Biscuits. Oh, mm-hmm. that's a good the biscuits, one. Yeah. The biscuits, yeah. yeah. That's a good one. And then um, Jaybird wrote in, and he his top five, the Sugarland Skeeters, uh, the Kokomo Jackrabbits, the Fond du Lac uh, Stock Spiders, Ooh. Joliet yeah. Slammers, and the Rocket City Trash Pandas is the number one. So good. Li- I can't complain with either of those lists. They had a lot of my top fives in there. So. I'm looking up this Fond du Lac Spiders. Uh, yeah, the Dock Spiders, spiders I think, are, are Northwoods oh, League as these well. Are cr- that's creepy looking as hell. It's a fuzzy oh, looking spider. Look yeah. yeah. As as somebody who visiting my parents and we go on the dock to go on the boat and there's just spiders everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I oh I love the font treatment. That's awesome. Oh, I do not like that logo at all. That is I mean it's cool, but personally. Oh I can't gross. <laughs> oh, that's a nightmare for me. No. Nope. And the no Kokomo Jackrabbits are are Northwoods as well. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's some really good stuff out there then in the Northwoods League for sure. That's uh. That's, that's awesome. what like I know that there are so many. Oh, the Chicago Dogs are are a yes. decent honorable mention too, just because they do cool. Yes. They do cool. Like their hat is really nice, mm-hmm. and they do really cool alternate like alternate logos based off of like the Chicago style hot dog. And I, you can't go like it's it's kind of an overused design motif, but like. You kind of can't go wrong with the Chicago flag stuff. No, you can't. Not at all. You, you really can't. And I know, like a couple of years ago, the Bulls implemented that in one of their like yes. association. Oh my god! And it was yeah. really cool. Really, really neat. No, I'm a I'm a sucker for like even I think like 47 made like um they had a, a line of hats where it was just like city flags, and there was one with like the Chicago flag. And I'm like, I don't need a, a hat with the Chicago flag, but I kind of want one. You know what I mean? See, so, yeah, no, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. I'm, I'm a sucker for that. So. Uh, Jake, where can people find you? Anything you guys got coming up that you want to plug, promote, anything you want to share with, uh, our listeners? Uh, yeah. So I, you can find me on Twitter at baseball underscore booge. Um, 
You can find the podcast. I think it's just at Dinger Cubs. I don't think it's Dingers. Let me okay. double check. Yeah, it's just at Dinger singular Cubs. That's all one word. Um, so you can find us on Twitter there. Uh, you can find us on our YouTube channel, Dingers Cubs. Um, Mitch, Mitch is Mitch runs the 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 Twitter channel and he does really good stuff on TikTok as well. Okay. Um, he does some cool breakdown videos. Uh, and that's, I think, just Dinger Cubs on, on TikTok as well. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I mean, we're our, our off-season schedule is going to be a little bit more uh, sparse, but it's going to be – we, I think we're going to be doing, like, mostly guests. So I'm kind of – once the playoffs are done, I kind of have some, like, national guests that I want to reach out nice. to and see if, um, if they will join us this off-season. Awesome. So nice. keep an eye out for that. Very cool. Vinny, what do you think about that, having an off-season for the show? Can you imagine? Yeah, right. <laughs> We've I mean, the guys, Mitch, Mitch and Kevin are both teachers and they, yeah. they each have two plus kids. I think they each have three kids. So, oh, um, and then Jeff, Ooh. Jeff, Jeff just doesn't do anything. Um, he's just a single, single guy living the bachelor dream. Um, so, yeah. So I think like during the, during the off season, they like to kind of, you know, get, yeah. get into their teaching routines and stuff. And I totally respect that. And it makes yeah. my, my week a little bit easier and there's not a lot going on right now. So it's, um, it's okay to, to take a week off here and there. Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much, Vinny, you got anything else you want to share before we wrap up? No, just thanks for hopping on with us. Jake, this is a lot of fun. We were finally able to knock down a day and get this done. It was a lot of fun. Hope we didn't take up too much of your night, your time. No, you guys, this is great. This is great. I'm I'm glad I find We were finally able to make it happen. You are welcome back anytime. Hopefully, if next time we have you on, we'll we'll find a way to do it before you know. Maybe by next July, we can have you on again. You know, we'll see. How yeah, we'll have to see about maybe if 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 you guys want to come on on Dingers yeah. too. Um, we've yeah, already got four hosts, so maybe one at a time. But um, yeah, no, that'd be a lot of fun to do yeah, some crossover if, stuff. If you want to hear really bad, you know, Cubs takes from me, you let me know. If you want the more analytical, smart approach, have Vinny on. The more tempered approach, I think that's you're too probably... kind, Justin. <laughs> that's all right. You're, you're doing great, but. All right, again, uh, for us, uh, for those of you that are listening or watching on YouTube and Twitch, uh, don't forget, sometime next week, Vinny and I got to figure out when we're going to release it. Our interview with Jason Kendall, a lot of great stuff. Um, He is just, I can't say enough things, like, he is such a nice, genuine guy talking about what it's like to be uh, a catcher and why catchers are are, are good picks for managerial positions. We discussed that. 98 season, great Sammy Sosa story about being overseas in Japan with him. and a little little brouhaha that maybe went on against the national Japanese team they played against. Um, yeah, just awesome guy. Highly recommend. It. I think it was about 50 minutes we, we did it with him. So tune in for that next week. Um, and again, just our normal, typical things while I cue the outro music here. Hold on here. I'm going to vamp. Okay. Uh, again, you can find us at baseball and whatever at gmail.com. Baseball and what is our Twitter handle? Twitch.tv slash baseball and whatever. YouTube.com slash baseball and whatever. And variety of podcast apps of choice. Go on Apple, Spotify, leave us a nice review. We'd appreciate it. I think we have 20 reviews right now. Somebody left us a one-star review, Vinny. It still bumps me out. And they didn't even Doesn't comment. Surprise me. They didn't even comment. If you want to yeah, tell that's us the bad, bad thing. Yeah, I have no problem. Let us know what we did wrong. Yeah. So, again, also text line and voicemail line, 1913-808-3278. That number again is 1913-808-FARTS. And we will be back next week. Uh, who knows what our topic will be, but uh, we'll be back next week with more baseball and whatever. Thanks again, Jake. Thanks again, Vinny. And everybody have a great weekend. See you.
you don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 